right, have a seat. Yes, 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 man. <clears throat> Welcome back to the Science of Getting Rich podcast. I'm your host, Gerald Peters. Always remember, whatever you think about comes about. Whatever you focus on, that's what grows. That's what this podcast is all about, man. And I appreciate your time. I appreciate your effort. appreciate your energy. Um, some of you guys know I'm an author of a couple books. You don't have to die broke. Underground Cult Classic, The Money Flow Trading Society. I run an organization called The Money Flow Trading Society. It's a group of like-minded people. <clears throat> um, we operate, hang out in, in, a, in a Discord. Um, and that's primarily about building our wealth, which is the practical exercise of building wealth. And this platform here, I originally started years ago. I was podcasting here. I had at least 50 recordings before I told anyone about it. Matter of fact, strangers who were finding it in the Apple iTunes archive, originally it was just on Apple iTunes. Now I think it's on most platforms would start to contact me and they were interested because they were interested in this book. In this book, if you've followed me on Instagram or Twitter or YouTube, you're going to see a lot of common themes. And I, I'm a simple guy. You know, I find things, I like to stick with them. I don't like to overcomplicate things because I find that's how I've figured out long ago that repetition is the mother of skill and that it, that it's, mastering something and then simply repeating that over and over and over and that we can create our own truth and 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 that truth can give us power and this book which this podcast is basically a book study and and the book is free if you go to geraldpeters.info scroll way down to the bottom you can find the link that's a free PDF version. You can get copies on Amazon really cheap. And the book is comprised of 17 chapters. Now, what I've thought about doing is I've made a commitment going here into 2023 to kind of revamp this podcast because we need it. Again, repetition is the mother of skill. I need it. And it can be a place, a source for you to come for mindset. There's three keys to a successful life. Health, wealth, right? Wealth, money, wealth, assets, and mindset. And that's this here. And I think this book can help with that. Obviously, there's a bazillion other books. Obviously, there's a billion other strategies. And maybe this isn't for you. But find something. The three keys to life, health, wealth, and mindset. And we need to be doing a little bit. One of the things I love about The Science of Getting Rich is we dig into the book you're going to see as he talks about that health, wealth, and mindset that the body, you know, uh, uh, you know, you might call it bodies. Uh, what are they? Uh, he kind of talks about a little bit from a religious tone him that mind, spirit, and body, but it's basically the same thing, health, wealth, and mindset. And it's, and so we're always working on one. You're probably going to find that one comes easy for me spending large sums of time, effort, energy, trying to build wealth comes easy. You know, uh, there was a period in my life where um, the health part came easy. I was really into ultra marathons and working out. And, and so you're going to find throughout your life, you're going to struggle with different parts. And there may be times where you're 
doing well in the wealth and then something happens and now you're struggling with it. You know, is times and seasons and a 30 year old might, you know, has different problems than a 40 year old or a 50 year old or a 60 year old. And so, but these are the three anchor points, man. And we're always struggling and we're always working on one. And I hope I can play a part in this. Um, so over the next year, I'm going to work through the 17 chapters. I'm hoping to go through this twice because it shouldn't take that long. I'm going to actually read from the book. I know that might be boring. I'm just trying to think of the best way to utilize this podcast. I'm going to use personal life examples as we go through it, or maybe you know add notes of how I see things or how I interpret this. Understand this book was written in 1910, okay? That's a long time ago. We're talking about over 112 years ago. So that means it's going to use pronouns. Some of you may find offensive. He's going to use the word man a lot because, you know, throughout history, it's like for mankind, they would just say man, and that means man and woman. So when he says that man has a right, that means women too, okay? Um, And sometimes I'll inject that just to drive home that point. So don't get hung up on that, okay? It is what it is. That's just the way they talked back then. You're going to see he's going to give examples of like railroads. In your mind, think Google. Uber, Bitcoin, like the new things of the day. So this information is totally trans, would it be translatable? Meaning it applies today as much as it applied then. It's just a school of thought, a philosophy. Maybe you don't like everything. Maybe it doesn't all sit with you, but I think some of it will. Don't let any of this interfere with your religion. Um, yes, it's new thought. And there are some Christian groups that don't like that. I really don't think... Being a guy who spent some time studying the Bible, I really don't think anything in here contradicts that other than people are misunderstanding what he's saying and that he's using flowerly, flowerly, is that even a word? He's using poetic language, okay? And and you, some of you may read and you're like, wow, what does that even mean? He's just, he's just trying to say something in a different way, like a song or a poem or music, and you're trying to express a feeling. And so you say it in a five-minute song, right? And you could have just said love, but the song expresses all of the feelings and emotions of love. And So look at it that way, okay? It's art. It's art. By the way, trading stocks is art. By the way, being a real estate investor is art. It's your art. So make of it what you want. Use it for what you want. I hope it helps you. <clears throat> so that's what I plan to do. I'm getting a jump start on the new year. I'm going to try to publish at least one of these a week. So that I can stay on the on the course, and I know I put out maybe maybe too much content, and so I'm going to try to you know um, do a better job of compartmentalizing some of my content. So you may really dig the stock market part, and you don't really care about this. Cool, you don't have to listen to this podcast. It's not connected to the stock market part. You might like a lot of people dig my charts and stuff on YouTube. If you go to full auto one, two, it's the only place where I have to, my name, I don't have my name on there, but if you go to full auto one, two, I actually own full auto one, one, but I was using it for the, the other channels, what took off. And unfortunately I was just stuck with that, but everything else you guys know is full auto one, one. That's my handle. And, um, you know, I do a lot of stock stuff. And I do drop some real estate on YouTube. And then Instagram is a lot of me ranting and raving and talking about this and that. And So I've tried to separate it. So depending on what you're into, hopefully you can get something out of it. 
Um, I would encourage you to, when you get the book or print it off, you know, if you're reading it, get a copy, print off my, my ebook. I'm slowly rewriting this because the copyrights out. So I'm trying to make a money flow version, but just kind of feel it, man. And, you know, read the, read the intro and skip to the very last chapter and read it. This is not a story book, guys. This is a book you can just open on any page and get something out of it. Much like books like the Bible or the Quran. Like I'm just going to randomly grab something here. Chapter or page 36, 37. You must have it before you can give it. Many people fail to impress thinking substance. That's the place prayers go. We'll get to that. It's that magic place. We can't describe. We don't know where it is. Mo, or, you know, and thinking substance is the creation, another term for God. It's just the way he's, again, remember he's using poetic language. Many people fail to impress thinking substance because they have themselves only a vague and misty concept of the things they want to do, to have, or to become. Man, you could just sit and think, oh, this is just a random spot that I grabbed. What is he saying? Meaning many people fail to impress because they don't know what they want. You can't get what you don't know. So if you don't know what you want, how are you going to get it? <laughs> That's what he's trying to say, but he's saying it in, again, in a, in a more poetic way. And he's, and that hopefully that drives home the point, man. So it's kind of like a parable in the Bible in a sense. So we're going to work through these. <clears throat> so I want you to think of that. The book can be a source of encouragement. It could be a source of of, of of spiritual food, whatever you need it to be. The book again was written by a guy named Wallace Waddles. Now Wallace is a Wallace is an obscure character. I mean, there's really not a lot about him. You can go look him up on Wikipedia. His daughter did write some things about him. He he for a long time he he was really a nobody. I mean, and I don't mean that in like in a bad way. It's like he's more famous now than he was then, and the only reason he's famous now is myself, not me, but people like Bob Proctor keeping his book alive. Bob Proctor was a big student of this book and, and a lot of what Bob teach, if you go back and listen to Bob Proctor is kind of like Jim Rohn. He's an old school uh, motivational guy. I really dug Bob Proctor. He's since passed away. Um, but I used to listen to Bob a lot. Um, you guys may, may remember the book, The, uh, the Secret. Well, the secret she basically just clipped and ripped. I don't want to say ripped him off, but just repurposed Wallace Waddle's information. Rhonda, a brain, or Brian, however you say her name is, she read the book, was very inspired, much like I was. She went a different route and just rewrote the damn book, basically, and that's what became the secret. And truth is, that's kind of how everything is done. I don't know if you know this, but. Steve Jobs didn't invent the phone, nor did he invent the camera or the camcorder or the like almost everything on that iPhone was someone else's idea. And that's the way humanity is so ordered that we learn from other people. And, that, you know, we're, we're standing on the shoulders of giants and rarely do we have a unique idea. It's just usually an idea off of another idea. <laughs> you know, the electric car is new, but it's started with the horse and buggy and, and, and we just keep adding to things and 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 copywriting we used to call that repurposing and that's how you write books that's how you create music and that's how you do art until you can stand on your own 
and begin to create, but we're all influenced. Rep, again, repetition is the mother of skill. And so Wallace Waddles wrote this book in 1910. Um, he, he died not... I want to say he died in 1911, if I believe correctly. So not long after writing this book, I may be wrong on his death there. I said at the beginning, he's, he remains somewhat obscure, um, but his, his, his writings are widely quoted by most of the people that you're going to see. As, as you read through the book, you're going to notice where like, oh, that's where he got that. Uh, Wallace's daughter describes his life in a letter that was published in a magazine called Nautilus, which was an early New Thought magazine. That magazine, actually, the lady that ran it was a lady named Elizabeth Town. And Elizabeth Town was a leader in what they called the New Thought Movement. And the New Thought Movement was kind of closely tied to Christianity, but it was this idea that people could manifest things by thinking about it, which, again, you can see that maybe some of the Christian connections isn't that Jesus said it, you know, whatever you want, you, you know, you pray for there's a lot of connections in there about the power of thinking and positive you know thinking positively and you know there were some conflicts with that some people don't like the idea of wealth but it's like what, what is it you want to use the wealth for i think is is worth time you can go to wikipedia and read through and see um wallace wrote other books too the health of the new thought of on fasting he wrote the science of being great he wrote the science of um man what is the other? He's man. He, the guy wrote multiple books. The others are very similar, very interesting, but they all start with the science of getting rich. It's made up of 17 chapters. Um, and I think the chapters are important because as we begin to look at the chapters, we can kind of gain some insight into what are some of the more prominent parts of his teaching. One that I'll point out to, there's only two chapters that say that are basically around the same thing. Chapter nine, how to use the will. You know, it's about will is in your, your, your own will, your personal will. And chapter 10, further use of the will, meaning it's so important. And when we talk about will, we're talking about power over ourselves, self-control or discipline, the ability to manipulate oneself. And, and, and I've, I've talked about this in other videos and podcasts that what separates us from animals besides having a consciousness, having a conscious, is our ability to train ourselves. We can train ourselves to play the piano. We can train ourselves to create buildings and, and remodel homes. You can train yourself to trade stocks. Dolphins can't do that. You know, monkeys can't do that. And so we can use our will not over other people. And that's what he makes a point in here. And you're going to see this. This is a book about giving at its core. You're going to see one of the, one of the fam more famous quotes in here is, give people more in use value than you ask for in monetary value in every exchange. And then you're going to, if everyone did that, what a benefit to the world. And so I've tried to do that. I try to give people way more than I ask them for in any money, whether it be in my books, my courses, or any of that here. The time you spend here, I hope I give you more and you got something out of it. So that's an important part. We need to keep that in mind. Another, another thing you're going to see rippling or repeating would be a better word throughout the book 
is the idea of the certain way. And, and I've had a lot of people hang up on that. They don't, what does that mean? What does it mean to do things in a certain way? And, and I would have you, if you come to the money flow, if you're in, in, if you trade stocks with me or around any of that, you know, I, I see things in a certain way. And, and, and I think some of this is just for yourself. You, 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 what I call fractal patterns or, you see it in real estate, like there's certain setups or certain types of properties that rent for certain amounts. And that's what we're looking for is I want to buy things in a certain way. I want to execute and do things in a certain way. I want to do my exercises in a certain way. And if I do them consistently in this certain way, then I'm going to get certain results. You know, like action will produce like result. And that's what he's trying to say there. And it's not that there's some magical, you know, sometimes people think it's some sort of mystical, if I stand on one leg and hold this finger up, then I do it in a certain, that's not what he's saying. You know, he's saying what works and then do it again in that certain way. Now, part of what he's talking about, and you're going to see when he talks about a certain way is like how you think and it's comprising all of this, but I don't want to get ahead. I'm trying to think of what else you're going to see Waddles talk about trying to get into the right business. And, and I think everyone struggles with that. You don't like your job. You want to get into the right business and what you're going to see waddles. His advice always is work with what you have with what you can do right now to the absolute best of your ability. And that is the best way to get a better job or to find a better opportunity. Okay. Because if you don't handle what you have right now, you're not positioning yourself to take on more. So if you're shitty at a crappy job, you're not going to get a better job because there's no reason that the universe would reward you because you can't even do the shitty job. And so sometimes we can sabotage ourselves. If you, And I hope you get what that means, meaning manage what you, you got to play the hand you've been dealt, play it correctly in a certain way with the right thought process. And then the next one will just come to you because you deserve it. And that's, that's what he's going to talk about. And that can be tough at times. I know. Um, yeah, so there's 17 chapters. Chapter one is the right to be rich. And this is interesting because what he's going to start in the beginning of the book is to establish that, like, listen, if we can't get past this, that you deserve it, that it's yours if you want it, that there is a way. Like, if you, if you think there's something, and he'll talk about in here, because in his time, a lot of religious people thought rich people were not um as religious as them or that remember it's harder for a rich person to, to get into heaven than it you know for a camel through the eye you know what i'm saying you've heard that quote before and so there's a lot of stuff out there that's like rich people are greedy rich people are this he's like listen if you have any of those hang-ups you're not getting rich you've got to get rid of all of that he calls it the old vestige meaning it is okay to get rich god wants you to get rich the universe wants you to get rich because through you he can answer prayers through you. He can feed the poor through you. He can help your family. That's what he's trying to establish. Okay. Number two chapters, there's a science to getting rich. And when he says science, he just means there's repeatable patterns you can follow. Number chapter three is opportunity monopolized. I remember when Bitcoin was 60,000 and everyone was telling me they missed it. <laughs> now it's 16,000 and they don't want to buy it. And, and I would tell them then, you haven't missed anything. If this is going to work, it's going to play for the rest of your life. You want to be an accumulator. 
but often people are seeing things in very, 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 very short windows, okay? And so opportunities never missed. It's never monopolized. Prices are never too high or never too low. You just have to play the hand you're dealt. Number four, the first principle in the science of getting rich. So then he begins to establish it. First, we've got it across in your head that you have a right. Two, we've established that there's a process. Number three, he's letting you know that opportunity is not monopolized. And then in the fourth chapter is where he goes, here's how it starts. Um, chapter five, increasing life. Increasing life. We should always be increasing. Number six, how riches come to you. Super important. And number seven, gratitude. Hard chapter for me. I'm not always grateful. I struggle. I've had a lot of problems, pains. And being grateful in the midst of pain is not easy. He does make a great case of how to see it. You know, I do think it's important. Chapter eight, thinking in a certain way. Super important. Chapter nine and 10, we already talked about. Chapter nine, how to use the will. Chapter 10, further use of the will. Chapter 11, acting in a certain way. Chapter 12, efficient action. Chapter 13, getting into the right business. Chapter 14, the impression of increase. Chapter 15, the advancing man. Chapter 16, some conclusions and concluding observations. And chapter 17, which I would read in the beginning and maybe reread it again and reread it again. Chapter 17, the summary. The summary. I've read that a lot, man. The summary of the science of getting rich. Matter of fact, I've read chapter one and chapter 17 so many times. Um, I almost feel like I should start there, to be honest. Almost feel like I should start with the, the end when we start our reading. In, in the very beginning of the book, before chapter one is the preference. A lot of books have preferences. I'll go through this. And as we move forward, you know, you can read along with me. You can listen. I'm going to try to add some color and some commentary as we go. I'll try to keep these under an hour. I'm going to do them once a week. You know, if you listen 10 minutes, just come back. By the end of the week, just try to get through it. Uh, maybe follow along in the book. Maybe get the book for yourself. Um, audio's cool, but I think there's something about having a book in your hand and reading it because it is a pain in the ass. You got to go out of your way. People are like, well, I'm busy. And it forces you to stop and do something that right now is maybe not logistically, you know, it's not the best use of your time. But it's such a small book and you're, you're not reading this like a normal book, you're just getting bits and pieces. So I would encourage you to have physical copies. Um, I have a three here in my house in New Orleans, probably 10 at my house in Texas. I got one up by my bed. I got one here by my office. I got three in my backpack. I mean, this is how important it is to me, but it's, it's a philosophy. It's a way of living. And I'm not saying it needs to be that important to you, but I need it, man. I need it, man. I'm going to be honest. I need it. I need it like I need to go to the gym every day. I need it like I need to watch my charts every day. I need it like I need to manage my property every day. I need it. And I hope it helps you too. And the preference, 
Wallace opens up pretty interesting. It's, it's almost, I actually don't know what to think about the beginning because at first glance, it's like, this is just not true what you're saying. And as time has gone on, I've, I begin to get what he's saying. And I'm going to ask you to be patient with some of this. It's going to take you a minute. And it may not just pop in your head immediately. Like, this is some shit you're going to have to think on and contemplate on, okay? And the preference, he says, this book is pragmatical, not philosophical, not a practical manual, not a treatise upon theories. It is intended for men and women whose most pressing need is money, who wish to get rich first and philosophize afterwards. It is for those who have so far found neither the time, the means, nor the opportunity to go deeply into the study of metaphysics, but who want results, who are willing to take the conclusions of science as the basis for action without going into all the processes about which those conclusions are reached. What he's saying is, as an exercise, just go with it. And sometimes I tell people that as I teach my stocks or real estate, I get lots of, but what about, and this, and it's like, shh, just go with it, man. Like, stop asking questions. Stop filtering it. Stop adding it. And sometimes when I go to T, like, oh, but when I was over here, I learned this. And what about, and I'm like, well, then why aren't you still over there? And sometimes the stuff that didn't serve us well, we drag it to the next thing. And I have this problem, especially with older students when it comes to stocks, is they just keep dragging their baggage. Oh, when I lost money in 2000, then they bring that same fear. And then they, they're like, oh, it's going to, you know, every crash is the end of the world. It's like they just keep bringing this baggage, you know. And it's like, man, just relax. Let go of all of that. Just read it and receive it. If it's not for you, it's not for you. But just take it as it is. It is expected that the reader will take fundamental statements upon faith, just as he would take statements concerning a law of electrical action if they were promulgated by Marcono or Edison, and taking the statements upon faith that he will prove their truth by acting upon them without fear or hesitation. Every man or woman who does this will certainly get rich. For the science herein applied is an exact science, and failure is impossible. For the benefit, however, of those who wish to investigate philosophical theories and so secure a logical basis for the faith, I will cite certain authorities. The monistic theory of the universe, or the theory that one is all and that all is one, and that one substance manifests itself as the scene of many elements of the material world is of Hindu origin and has been gradually winning its way in, in thought of Western world for 200 years. It is the foundation of all the Oriental philosophies and of those of Doscrates, uh, uh, I'm going to say half these names wrong, uh, Liebitz, Schopenhauer, Hegel, and then, of course, Emerson is an American. These guys are all philosophers. They wrote on similar things that he's going to talk about in the book, you know, how thinking can affect your life and philosophy. So you can go back and read these 
Um, in my opinion, Wallace does a much better job, save you a lot of time summarizing a lot of this stuff. I've gone back and read some of those. Some of them are interesting. I like Emerson's work. Some of them are German philosophy. It's just even the translations just don't translate well from for me to enjoy the reading. In writing this book, I have sacrificed all other considerations to the plainness and simplicity of style, which is what I like, so that all might understand, meaning he's made it as simple as possible. It's what I try to do with the money flow. It's what I try to do in my real estate teachings. It's what I try to do in my motivational teachings. The plan, the plan of action laid down herein was dedicated from conclusions of philosophy. It has been thoroughly tested and bears the supreme test of practical experiment. It works. If you wish to know how the conclusions were arrived, read the writings of the above authors mentioned and you will, you wish. And if you wish to reap the fruits of their philosophies in actual practice, read this book and do exactly what it tells you to do. Wallace Waddles, 1910. So he basically says, listen, I didn't make up this shit. Here's where I got it. It's been around for hundreds of years. I'm just taking the wisdom of all of these philosophers that have influenced society, and I'm breaking it down into 17 chapters and very easy to understand. And it, you know, and, and, and it starts with that you have a right, you. So that feeling inside of you to have more, to be more, to do more is what Wallace is going to say was planted there by original substance, maybe for you that's easier to say God or the universe, whatever makes you comfortable. It's all the same person we're talking about. It's just how do we see the person or I guess person, we'll go with that word. Um, or mother, mother earth, right? How do you see it? And maybe Maybe you don't know how you see it. Like maybe you're not a religious person and it's like, okay, cool. Like you don't need to be a religious person to get this. You know, I don't think you need to be a religious person to know that maybe there's something out there or maybe there isn't. But maybe, you know, we are all connected through what he'll talk about, the conscious, uh, the collective. But there is something to that. So when the guy in America was working on the car, believe me, People in other countries were working on the car and lots of people were working on real estate and lots of people were working on the early crypto versions like e-gold and, you know, Bitcoin wasn't new and original. All these things are human beings. We're all connected to the, the, the universal collective and there are no original ideas, guys. It's just people having ideas and then expanding on them and, and exchanging them because we're all from the same thing and we're all trying to go to the same place and we all want the same things for the most part, you know? Even bad people love their children. So we all have the same common problems, pains, desires, you know, fears. These things are common. And so by going back in history and seeing very smart, wise people who spent time contemplating on these things, you know, an, an, an example in the stock market, me like listening to hours and hours and hours and hours and fucking hours of Warren Buffett talking, saying the same thing over and over and over and over because repetition is the mother of skill because it only takes one event, one bad news story and just, you know, a, a few things to just scare you. And if you're not careful, it'll erase all those hours that you spent. Right. And so the reason we spend them is to build that base, that control. And it's through practice 
you know, so that one bad weekend of getting off our diet doesn't ruin what we did for the last year, you know. And, you know, that's not going to happen in the gym, but it could happen with your money. Like one fucking decision, you could just ruin everything you've done because you make a fear-based decision. And I've seen that happen. And, and you know, or one decision and you could ruin a relationship in your, in your family or with your children. And it's like, so we don't want to be, so it's to, so to avoid that, we have to put the right stuff in our mind, man. And that's what this book is about. And I hope I can do that. So I won't start reading today. I just wanted to kind of lay the foundation for what we're going to do going forward. And, I, you know, if, if this is of interest, obviously you wouldn't be listening to this podcast if this book wasn't of interest to you. And so I'm, I'm going to commit to doing at least one a week. That would be 52 throughout the year. And, and hopefully we can work through the book twice. That would be cool. And, and then I can leave my other podcast the Money Flow Trading Society's podcast, Mastering a Trade. We can focus mostly on, over there, I'm focusing on, you know, investing, stocks, real estate, the Money Flow Trading Society, bringing on guests that I think could benefit us and keeping that separate from this, which is this is the mindset and the book study of the science of getting rich. They work together. But by separating them, I think I can be more effective on each. Um. Let me know. I hope you appreciate this. And uh, like I said, we'll start in on the reading. So go get the book if you haven't. If you have it, maybe get tuned up on it and uh, let's work through it and um, take our time. And I've got a video out there I did a while back called the17steps.com. I never finished it. Hope that's on my to-do list too. It's like a video of, it was supposed to be 17 videos walking you through through the um, book and maybe as I get going I'm going to pick that back up and, and that's why I've kind of limited it to one a week because that would give me time to continue on that and that's a totally free project that hopefully by the end people benefit from it and um, get something out of it um, like I said I started that I kind of got in it I think I did three or four videos and stopped that's still out there though if you go to the 17steps.com you can opt in and when I get it going again I'll, I'll send out an email to everybody that's on that list and no cost to that. It's free as the podcasts are. If you ever want to help support the, the show or, or anything I do, um, it could be as simple as picking up some merch, the moneyflowmerch.com. I've got new hats out. The, I know these things are trinkets and they're small. Um, the podcast, you know, I spend $700 a year keeping the podcast up, which means I got to spend money every month. Um, not counting the time not counting, you know, the newsletter. So much that I do is like, you guys don't see it as a cost, but the flipping book, that costs me money. Um, posting to YouTube and Instagram, all that shit costs money for the influencer who's trying to do it in any kind of consistent, serious way. On your end, it's all free. And that's why you see people sometimes, you know, hey, buy a hat, buy a shirt. They're just trying to offset their costs, man. So when you add it up, you know, I spend almost $2,000 a month keeping the Gerald Peters show going between podcasts various things we do and um putting out everything equipment and costs i think i can't i added up it came to about 24 grand a year just to keep all this going and that's to break even you get what i'm saying so when you see me trying to sell a course or a book or a hat understand i keep those prices low because i truly do believe what it says is it's better to give people more use value than you ask for meaning if you get a $47 course, I want it to be worth $4,000 to you, 
you paid me 47, then I can keep this going. And, you know, at, at the point people don't want to do that, then I'll just shut it down and I assume they don't want to keep it going. Um, so that's it. That's why you see me doing what I do. <clears throat> and hopefully you get something out of it. I appreciate the feedback. I get a lot of people listen, never say anything to me. I have no fucking clue if you like it or not. Okay. Keep that in mind. And, you know, I'll get a thousand people watch a video and like 80 of them click like, and I, I just got to assume all thousand, all 900, 1900 of the rest of them thought it was fucking dumb. That's why they didn't bother to click like or leave a comment. Some of you guys are my friends like, fuck, man, click the button, like do something. We don't know, man. If you're a waiter, you know, because they tip you. But when you're doing what I do, if you don't say nothing, I don't know. So that's, that's. You know, that's one of the, on my end, that's, that's all I would ask, man. Just, and I'm not saying every day, constantly, just every once in a while, let somebody know, man. That's how they know. And that goes for other influencers too. They don't know, man. They don't know. So appreciate you guys. Yes, 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 man. Thanks for listening to the Science of Getting Rich podcast. If you have any questions or need any help, just visit Gerald Peters, G-E-R-A-L-D, Peters, P-E-T-E-R-S dot info. God bless.